Big dreams, big change. What do you want? You might dream of changing yourself, changing your life, or even changing the world. But to get there, you need the clues. Welcome to Success Left a Clue. From San Francisco to Singapore, this show is the result of a 15-year global journey into unlocking the secrets and living the dream. You're dreaming big, ready to be big? The clues are out there, and here's your guide. Author of the best-selling Success Left a Clue, Robert Raymond Riopelle. Hello and welcome once again to Success Left a Clue, the podcast where I, your host Robert Raymond Riopelle, go through everyday things and pull out the nuggets of gold to deliver to you as clues to success. Uh, you know, today, episode number 89 is titled Being Naive, What Is It Costing You? Um, one of the things I want to do on this one is I'm going to kind of go back into something I talk about on a few of the podcasts about the initials in my name, RRR, Robert Raymond Riopel. They also stand for Real, Relevant, and Repeatable. And, uh, you know, this episode is one that we're going to really keep it real. I like to keep things real because it's, to me it's very, very important. And, and you know, going back to another podcast, um, success, or uh, sorry, um, vulnerability is strength. A lot of people don't know that, and they don't, or they don't believe it. They'd like to believe it, but they don't. And in my experience, it truly is. And today's episode, the reason I bring that up is, yeah, I'm gonna, I have to be a little bit on the vulnerable side because some of the realizations that I've uh, come to over the last little while, um, kind of case in point on that. So, okay, let, let's dive into this one and. Um, Let's hope that um, if you can relate, I can help you uh, learn something, maybe take your life in a direction towards achieving the goals you want because you realize that maybe you've gone through something similar or um, the clue just hits home. Whatever it is, it is. So <laughs> being naive. Yeah, you know, that, that I can be naive in a lot of different things. And one of the examples of that is, is and where this kind of started to formulate in my mind of why I wanted to do as a topic I tell a story from stage of how one of the things I didn't notice when I was growing up is that uh, my friends all around me, their parents were fighting, 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 fighting. But I would not see my parents fight. It didn't, like, I didn't see my parents ever fight. So imagine my um, kind of dismay when I came home one day and my parents were fighting. I walk in the house and there they are fighting. And in my mind, because I watched my friends, my best friend Daryl, his parents fighting so much that they actually got a divorce. In my mind, all of a sudden went, if my parents are fighting, they must be getting a divorce. And I got emotional. I left. And I ran outside and talked to my friends. And you know, so I share this story all over the world. And what, you know, I've ingrained it that this was, I didn't realize at the time how it impacted me because um, I just thought, this was normal, but I guess to other people, it's not. Your normal is your normal, plain and simple. And I didn't realize that throughout my life, I would actually, if my wife was upset about something, I would shut down. I wouldn't, um, if we were around others, if we were around other people or someone was close by, I would just, no, I want to keep it quiet. You know, this is not the place. This is not the time. And I would try to avoid these situations. And I don't know if I was trying to model my parents or if I was trying to pretend that, no, we don't, you know, uh, having an argument or having a fight is not good. Whatever it was, this was coming up. And so just over the last month or so, 
my brothers and I, I have two older brothers, we were getting together, we were having lunch. Um, my wife and I were down in the lower mainland of Vancouver area, um, British Columbia in Canada, and we were um, there for a friend's wedding and met up with my one brother, and he put us on a plane he has the use of, and we flew 25 minutes over to Vancouver Island, where my other brother is. He met us at the airport. We went, and he drove us over to a little cafe, had a great meal, and catching up. And all of a sudden, as we're just talking, catching up, and all that, my one brother said something very, very interesting that caught my, uh, just kind of blew me away because I hadn't realized. He talked about how one of the things he was taught by our parents when growing up was that you never air your dirty laundry in front of other people. You never argue in front of other people. And that was their belief that a relationship, you did that behind closed doors and how that had messed him up because he had been trying to do it. And as I'm listening, I'm going, wow, I can relate to this. Oh my goodness, I can relate to this. But see, I had just never known the part that this was something that they lived by as a rule. To me, I never knew that part. So I was naive to that part. And if when I looked at it, what was it costing me? It had been costing me speaking my truth in the moment when needed to be spoken because I always felt I had to hold it back till it's in private and then that was the place you did it. And I was being naive. And so that was kind of a revelation. It was just one of those aha moments. And then so I started thinking back to myself, where else in life have I been naive? Where else in life have I been holding back? And I started popping off all these different times in life where that's been a norm for me, that being naive and not really questioning or looking is there a reason this is done or um, what have you. Uh, let me give you another example. I guess it's the only way I can do it. When I'm talking about the training industry, again, people see me all over the world. I do a podcast. I have a book out. Um, I train in front of hundreds and thousands of people. This weekend, I'll be uh, doing a three-day training for around a thousand people in Brazil. And to me, this is the norm. And so, People look at that and they go, wow, you know, you're, you've, you're awesome, you do what you do, you love what you do, and this is easy for you. And it's like, in the reality, though, it's no, I struggle at things. I still go through things people go through, and I just bottle it up. But I still, because I'm so passionate about it, I push through, I make it reality. And so one thing that I've been naive about, though, is something that I've known for a long time, but I continue to do anyhow, is I'm naive to the fact of the lesson of don't compare your success to anyone else. I did a podcast on this. Again, that which we need to learn the most, we teach. There's a reason I'm teaching these because this is what I go through. Ladies and gentlemen, do not, do not believe I'm perfect. Do not believe I have it all together. I'm like you. I'm an everyday person. And the reason I'm where I'm at is because I've taken what I'm going through and I learn from it and I move forward. And I was naive to the fact of that here I was thinking that if I'm just open and share everything I know with anybody I meet, then, you know, that's, that's what you do. And it's a good practice to go by. But then I started realizing how often sometimes it comes back to bite me in the butt. Because I share something with someone to help them avoid mistakes, avoid, you know, maybe going through the hassles I have. I've gone through and all that, and all of a sudden, you know, trying to give and be there and be supportive to all of a sudden find out that maybe they turn around 
and they take the same information and they sell it. They make money off of it. They turn it into trainings. I'm doing it as a gift, as a way of giving back, and just as the way I am, and thinking, hey, this is what you do. But then wondering why is it other people are creating success to a bigger extent than maybe I have. And again, not comparing my success to others, but then going, what's the lesson here? See, I'm always looking for the lesson in everything I do, ladies and gentlemen. Looking for the lesson and realizing, you know what? Because I do have great information to share, I'm going to give value, 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 value. But at certain points, I'm going to put a price to it. Because like all of us, we deserve to be remunerated, monetized for what we know. This is called your intellectual property. You know, and this is what people don't know about the training industry, or a lot of people um, may know it but not really acknowledge it. But all the information that's out there today is not new. It's been around for decades and hundreds of years. It's just the way you grab it, you put it together, and you put your perspective on it. That's what makes it new. So it's not that the information is, so yeah, do I begrudge the people that have taken information I've given them, turned around and found a way to monetize it? No, I'm not going to resent that. I'm going to own it and I'm going to say, so if they can do it, how can I do it? If they're doing it, why am I not doing it? And I'm going to continue to give away tons of value. I'm going to make sure because that's who I am. I'm going to be true to myself. Again, another podcast. You've got to be true to you. And so I'm going to do and give tons of value. But I'm also knowing that there's pieces that is valuable enough that people have to pay to get it so that they can use it. And the reason I say have to pay to get it is because if they don't pay, then they won't value it. And that's another way I was being naive. I thought if I just gave, okay, let's get to the real meat of this. I thought I could help everybody. When I started in this training, I thought I could help everybody. That's why I got into the training industry. And even though my first initial intention was if I could help one person, and I have, but then as I help more people, all of a sudden it's like, wow, how many more people can I help? And so if I'm in front of a room of a thousand, my naivety is every single one of these people is going to take this information and they're going to rock. But that's not the reality, ladies and gentlemen. Research shows. 3% of people will ever use the information you give them. 3%. So I wanted to be the superstar that brought it to 100%. And talk about the stress I put on myself. Think of the last episode I recorded, don't stress, commit to getting it done. Well, that's one of the big stresses I was putting on myself, is that I had to make it where everybody was going to do it. Everybody could take it. And so as I was, because I now run masterminds, I do coaching, I do mentoring, And I'm thinking everybody's got to get to the level that they succeed to the level that they can. And I'm now realizing I can only do what I can do. I can't take responsibility for what they do. I'm responsible for what I teach. They're responsible for what they learn and implement. Would I love to see a lot more people taking advantage of the information and really going forward? Absolutely. But I can only do what I can do. And so... I'm no longer going to be naive about that because what it was costing me was the stress. It was costing me trying to force it and so trying to get more people to get on board and do what they're passionate about or get on board and actually have the life they can truly have and that they had to do it. But ladies and gentlemen, you can only want so much for people. They have to make the decisions. They are the ones that have to choose. And if they're not going to do it, 
I can't take responsibility for that. You can't take responsibility for that. That's their life. That's their choice. That's their journey. And I mentioned this on uh, one of the two podcasts I just recorded before this book my wife just gave me, a new uh, notebook to keep my notes in because I just fill journal after journal with ideas, little things. I write it down. And the, right on the front of the book, it says, enjoy the journey. And that's exactly what I'm choosing to do now. I hope you do as well. So this is Robert Raymond Realpel for Success Left a Clue. Always live with passion. And we'll talk to you on the next podcast. Thanks, everybody. You've been listening to Success Left a Clue with Robert Raymond Riopel. Are you moving closer to your dreams? Find further support in program notes and helpful links online at successleftaclue.com. Transform your dreams into reality. Join us again for the next episode of Success Left a Clue.